So on your TikTok, you particularly stood out to me because you're sharing a lot of content that's really beneficial to people that are on their healing journey. And I really want to talk about some of the things that you share on your TikTok. So first of all, something that stood out to me is that you talk about something called the circle of control. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to hear a little bit more about that and like pick your brain on it. What does that mean for you? Circle of control pretty much are the things that are under your control circumstances that you can change right for i don't know if you've heard of this one but it's like you can't change the world but you can definitely change the way you see the world so i took that very to heart because in my early 20s i was always very frustrated because i'm like are things not going the way i want them to go and what i started noticing was like the more i try to control the things that are out of my control the more the crazier my life gets and the more out of control I feel. So through my healing process and my growth and the mistakes and the tragedies and whatnot, I started to understand that as long as I control my reaction to everything and I'm aware of the things that I can control, life just seems to get so much easier. And it's just everything else can just flow and just let it be. So I did this for like, sanity like my peace of mind my sanity my power to create and my power to really just love and understand who i am rather than understand who everyone else is mm, i love that last point because you are so right it's like how can we understand ourselves more versus trying to make everyone else understand and it's like that really is where the key is right because mm -hmm. we have the power in how we react we can control what people say to us, you know, and that's easier said than done, though. I'm really <laughs> trying to practice that, too. But you're so right. I love that so much. And just also to backtrack a little bit for you, what kind of set you on this journey of like really delving into understanding more of these like, I don't what would you call them? Like, like mindset or mm -hmm. um, tools, um, coping skills, stuff like that, or diving more into like a spiritual or healing journey. What for you like triggered that change? Because I know if for everyone is different, you know, or some people call it an awakening as well. But for you, when did that journey start? It started about four years ago when my life completely changed because of the relationship that I was in with my current boyfriend, um, with my mom, understanding their traumas mm -hmm. and understanding that I was not compassionate at all. Like, like if you're having a problem, I, I don't care. It affects me. And when I started to ask myself, well, why does it affect me? And am I wrong or are they wrong? That's when I started to become extremely aware of my responses of my mindset, of really understanding like, am I the toxic one or are they the toxic ones? Mm -hmm. And in order for me to continue to have a healthy relationship with the people around me, but most importantly with myself, I had to make changes. And those changes started slowly. The healing process is not pretty. It's actually, it's very ugly yet beautiful in its own way and the more you embrace the healing or the change and the things that you don't like about yourself the better things get because this is what i learned there's things that i don't like about myself but they don't keep me from loving me and in order to further love me 
I need to be compassionate and understand that for the better of me, these things need to change. Now, how do you change them? Just become aware of the things first. Start tracking your responses, start tracking your reactions and start deeply questioning, why am I responding to this? And just reflect upon it. How do we learn to trust our inner voice again? And how can we understand where it's coming from? And that compassion really stops a lot of negativity in its tracks, mm -hmm. right? And for you, like, what was your experience when you started to listen to your inner voice? Like, what did that feel like? Because I know for me, like, it almost feels like really weird once you start really like going inward and trying to understand why do you say these things in your mind or why are you quick to go to this or go to that? You know, so what was that like for you? Oh, my God, it's like two people living in your head. It's the current version of you and the future version of you. And it gets to the point where that little voice in your head starts to become your friend it starts to guide you and it's crazy because when i was really in like a deep connection with that inner voice it was really like a best friend like how can i explain this like i had this experience so i live in las vegas and i remember that i was going to we were at a casino we were at cosmo and we were walking down we were going to to a bar my boyfriend and i and I tend to be very dominant in terms of like, I'm guiding, this is where I want to go and just follow me. Mm -hmm. And that was the big issue within my relationship. What I started noticing was like, he was starting to pull my hand in terms of guidance. And the old me was like, like, hold on, like, ask me if I want to go. But then I had this inner voice that pretty much told me like, hey, let him guide you you he's trying to take care of you mm -hmm. and i immediately had that mindset shift like oh crap like let, let me be taken care of mm -hmm. so that's kind of like the inner voice conversations that are happening where first you become aware of that little voice then you start asking like well what are, what, what are you trying to say and then you start learning it and then change starts to happen Mm -hmm. yeah and especially like what you were saying that it's like even with your partner you started to notice the change because i feel like especially at least like in our experience you know being in a relationship um it's almost really difficult to allow your vulnerability to live right and allow somebody to support and guide you and i feel like at least for me like it's a defense mechanism where it's like no no in that inner part of you doesn't want to just like let them lead and sometimes it's part of it is also surrendering and I feel like that's also the hardest part right have you experienced like the struggle with surrendering I know I really struggle with that yeah girl I did um I'm the oldest I'm first gen mm -hmm. so I've always been in control like I've always had managerial positions where I'm I'm in lead not because I want to but it's because what makes me feel safe because mm -hmm. that's what I've always been into so in order for me to surrender it had to start from like everything. So I quit my job as a manager. I'm like, you know what? I can't do this. Like I'm taking so much responsibility. I want to enter my soft era life. So let's start by releasing responsibility that I don't necessarily need and taking responsibility where I can take it. Mm -hmm. and it's a lot more softer on me so that meant quitting quitting uh, my job that meant allowing my boyfriend to take care of expenses for a few months taking a little vacation setting myself up for those things 
And slowly I started to feel comfortable by not being in charge because I gave myself the opportunity to experience it. At the end of the day, I knew that if it didn't feel safe, I could quickly get another job that made me feel empowered and I can quickly put myself in a situation where again, I was in charge, but giving yourself that opportunity to experience what is scary to you is really when you start to grow and you start to learn more about you like yeah i actually by nature i am a controlling person or i am a person that loves to be in charge and that's okay as long as you know that that's what you love but it's also about putting yourself through the uncomfortable situations to understand that better oh yes so true because and this is something i have to tell myself a lot is like the mantra that uncomfortable doesn't mean unsafe that like Mm -hmm. discomfort simply means that there's growth happening simply means that there's something to understand there um and that knowing that discomfort is sometimes what we need to get that little bit of a push on whatever Mm -hmm. journey we're on you know whether it's slowing down or picking up (laughs) because you know i feel like right now i'm in the mode where i'm like trying to pick up and like Mm -hmm. go forward and get more of that not control in a bad sense but just personal um discipline if that makes sense in a healthy way and being productive you know Uh, i wanted to talk a little bit about the concept of creating a new reality because i know you also talk about that quite a bit and for a lot of us i know that there's a lot of misconception between like the idea or like the theory of like manifesting things or creating a new reality stepping into a new life and i feel like a lot of times a lot of mass media tries to kind of sell you if you just think about this then you're gonna get it Uh it's like well not really like (laughs) manifesting doesn't really work that way you know so and i know you know quite a bit about that so i would love to hear like your take on it oh my god that's one of my favorite topics and I'm, i'm always growing my knowledge within there so my point of view as to how the overall non-educated world receives it they receive it in a very witchy vibe Mm -hmm. like that's forbidden like no 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 like jesus is the way and things like that but to be honest with you i am i am a believer of jesus i have my religion Mm -hmm. but this is what a story that resonates with me and i want to share with you guys so that you guys can understand it too So there was a man that was drowning, right? Mm -hmm. And he was drowning and there was a person on a boat and he threw him a a lifesaver. And the person in the ocean that he didn't know how to swim was like, no, 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 don't help me. God is gonna come and he's gonna rescue me. Mm -hmm. And a helicopter comes by and they tried, they sent someone down to pick him up and he refuses the help. He's like, no, no, no. God is going to come help me. He said it when we're in need, he's going to come and he's going to rescue us. So then this person dies because he Mm -hmm. didn't want to get help and God didn't come down and, you know, pick them out of the water. So when he's up with, with God or the universe or the higher power, the man asks, why didn't you help me? You said you were going to help me. It's in the Bible. And God responds, I sent you a lifesaver. It was a boat. I sent you a person in a helicopter and you refused my help. So Mm -hmm. what would you like me to do? That was up to you. So what I think is that all of these uh, tools around us, as long as they resonate with us, let's use them. What resonates with me is neuroscience mixed with spirituality. Mm -hmm. So what that means is in manifestation, what has really linked to me is the quantum field. 
and it's in a lot of books. The quantum field is called different things. If you read the book, um, Women Who Run With The Wolves, it's mm -hmm. called Rio Abajo Rio. And it is a place where you get to be with, that you come into in your awareness, in your soul, mm -hmm. and you become one with that source. People call it source too, right? With, with oneness, source, the universe. That's a realm of possibilities, infinite amount of possibilities. The way you get there so you can manifest the possibility that you want is by doing the inner work, doing your shadow work, by meditating, by being clear on what you want and not being afraid to ask for the things you want. If you guys want to know how to get to that quantum field, the way I love to get to it is by meditation. I love to do guided meditations. And before I meditate, I set the intention like, God, universe, I really want to start working for myself, but I don't know how to get there. Please bring to me the tools that are going to help me to become my own boss. And kid you not, with the inner work, with the spiritual journey, with the healing, in, in six months, I became my own boss. And I was nearly there to make the same salary that I used to make as a manager. Mm -hmm. And I did it on my own. So wow. manifestation means aligned action and being able to put yourself in that mindset shift, identify what's keeping you back and just releasing the fear and just embracing whatever's coming your, comes your way. Oh, I love like your perspective on that because honestly, like I, I haven't heard it from anyone else, <laughs> you know, like speaking at least. A lot of people think they're like, oh yeah, if I want this, I just have to think about it. And it's like, no, it's exactly what you said. What aligned action are you actually doing and working on and looking inwards, you know, working through all those shadows and understanding more of yourself and taking the action, I think is definitely like the key part that a lot of us miss or a lot of us are struggling with, you know? And and I also saw that you did talk a lot about the book Becoming Supernatural. Yeah. I'm currently reading it. Um, it has blown my mind for sure. Right? Yes. And honestly, like, and I know, I feel like I've tried to say this to people and I feel like they don't understand me, right? Is that I've only read maybe like 50 something. It's pretty long, right? <laughs> I've only left like 50, read 50 something pages and truthfully, those first pages have already helped my life so much because I've been doing my best to actually make them reality and do them. And simply just having the explanation of what the eternal moment or the present moment is and how your energy can transmute whether to the past or the future and how you have no energy left in the present. Yeah. It really made me realize that because I was always here, because I was always here, I had nothing left presently. Like I really, had nothing you know and it wasn't until that I was reading that book and starting to understand a little bit about the power that we really have to make aligned action to change our reality I honestly during the darkest parts thought that I was really just stuck there you know and it feels so like claustrophobic and stuck but it's because all of this aligned action wasn't even close to being made reality if that makes sense you know yeah. You didn't even know what aligned action you needed mm -hmm. to make. Like, I don't even know what to do. I don't know where to start. Mm. And it's just about starting. <laughs> yeah, it's like with anything. Yeah, for sure. I did want to hear a little, for anyone who doesn't know much about it, can you explain like in your understanding what the quantum field or quantum reality is? 
Oh my god. I know it's complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. Here, the way I I believe it feels, I, I don't think I have a visual yeah. as to what it is, but how it feels. It really feels like nothing, like nothing, but at the same time, everything. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I like to lay down and I'm gonna share another dream. I, I had a dream. I'm a very spiritual person. Mm -hmm. In my healing process, I, for some reason, was stuck on what is my gift? Why am I here? What is my mm -hmm. purpose? What is my gift? And I feel like during that, those three months, I was very in tune with, with like, not the quantum field, but with source, with, with the universe, with everything. Mm -hmm. I had this dream and my dreams are always very vivid. And usually they say that you dream of places where you've been. Mm -hmm. Well, I dream of places where I've never been. Mm -hmm. And I had this dream where I was sleeping and I came up to a tall bearded man. And I asked him, I'm like, what is my what is my gift? I need to know. Like I can move on from these from this healing process until I know. Mm -hmm. And he said, You're clairvoyant. Mm -hmm. And I immediately woke up like it was crazy immediately woke mm -hmm. up and i'm like okay killer boy and i've never heard that word mm -hmm. i went on on google of course and i googled it and it means to have a clear vision that i'm capable of having a clear vision mm -hmm. and the more you develop your gifts maybe you're able to see you know with your third eye mm -hmm. so i do believe my third eye is pretty open so when i want to go into the quantum field or I'm, when i'm able to do it i sit down in my bed mm -hmm. and i relax i my body pretty much turns off, but something in my mind is running and it feels like my mind is awake, but my body is sleeping. And the way that Becoming Supernatural describes it is, it's that point where you're about to fall asleep, but you don't. And you release control of your thoughts and you let your mind run and you're just in an empty place but at the same time, it feels very peaceful and full of just good vibes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's it's such a hard feeling to describe for sure if you've never done it. And yeah. I feel like especially if you read Becoming Supernatural, you'll be like, what? Like this exists? Like, what do you mean you can be everything and nothing at the same time? Connected to everything, but connected to nothing. Because it's literally, like you said, it's the space between, right? Yeah. And I know for myself, like one of the most profound experiences that I had um, being, I guess if you want to call it the quantum field or realm, um, is I have a cousin who I shout out a lot, but it's because he really started me on my spiritual journey. Um, mm -hmm. He's a spiritual healer. He's a shaman. And mm -hmm. it was my first ever healing session with him. And towards the end, we did a section where I lay down and he's playing the shamanic drums over my head, you know, and I've already done a good an hour, two hours of like heavy breathing, processing trauma facing fears like just so much like inner work that i was out of it i literally got completely out of it i was not awake i did not fall asleep but i lost i guess you want to say consciousness to my my present surroundings and mm -hmm. after i heard him like beat the drum and then i woke up and i was like oh hey you know <laughs> and then he was like how was your trip and i was like wait what do you mean you know and he was like you weren't asleep and you weren't awake and you were talking and i was like what and i realized i was like wait but you're right i don't feel like i fell asleep at all and that's really what it was and that at that age i didn't know what that was you know 
for me, I was just like, wow, that was a really good meditation as it was, you know, but that was the first time I realized like the power of our minds. And from mm -hmm. there, it just went downhill. I mean, uphill, right? But like downhill, because that really sparks your like, let's get deep into the power of your mind. Yeah. You know? And then also this to people that are trying to manifest, you know, that term of be careful what you wish for. Mm hmm. Okay, so for me, I've always wanted to become a mature person. I wanted to, I want to become knowledgeable. I keep facing situations that are really, really hard. Mm -hmm. And what I've understood is that depending on what you want to manifest, you're going to go through the hard, hard situations to mold you into that thing or that person that you want to manifest. Mm -hmm. So it's hard. So if you guys are manifesting and, and it's like, this is not working, my life is going downhill. No, 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 wait, you're going to go back uphill, embrace whatever is going through, go through the feelings, whatever it is, pain, hurt, betrayal, allow it because you're really just shredding that outer skin. So you can just bloom into a person that you need to be to manifest the things that you want in your life. And that means you're going to lose friends. That means that you're going to lose everything that is holding you back from becoming that better version of who you wish to be. And that's what happened to me. I lost friends. I lost, you know, the everyday communication with my parents mm -hmm. and things like that. And although it's sad and it hurts, I love the person I am today with the relationships that I was able to change to be this person. You yeah. know, I left the city. I, I moved mm -hmm. to my city. I, I left the corporate world. It's like oh, like three years ago. It's not the same person. Yeah, that's a total transformation, like completely. And it's just I love what you said because I think that's important for everyone on their healing journeys to listen and and hear what you're saying as well. Is like sometimes when we're at the darkest point of our healing journeys and we're really suffering and in pain and confused it's like it's really easy to just sit there and be like there's nothing good coming for me or why am i suffering so much or why this why that and it's kind of like if you shift your perspective like you said if you make a shift and realize that that is happening for you that there is a purpose behind it that maybe that's what you needed to prepare to receive or truthfully appreciate and i don't know just make reality what you really wanted that you needed to go through that because i always tell people i'm like you know i might have been or i might have become completely housebound and struggle with panic disorder and agoraphobia but mm -hmm. i know every single day i'm making a conscious choice to get better and underlying even the darkest moments i always had a voice telling me that i was gonna get through this like without fail i know i'm gonna get through this and maybe because my true inner desire is to live a life with complete and utter freedom with like the most free soul to live and explore and connect with people and heal people and work with children maybe that's why i'm going through one of the most difficult things which is learning how to process your nervous system and learning how to recenter yourself learning how to do all of these things maybe that's why so it's like how can you shift your perspective if you're going through a really tough time right now you know um and just to close out i also did want you to have like a space to share if you were to give advice to someone that's on that darker side of their healing journey what would you say to them and how could you instill hope in them i would say get up get up because the longer you cry the longer you're just gonna be in the worst state of your mind take control 
of your situation. Don't wait to be rescued because no one will come to rescue you. So if you're feeling sad, Google, why am I depressed? It, it's to that point where you need to start asking, why am I feeling this way? Mm-hmm. And you're going to start getting ideas. And then you're going to start to make connections. And then you're going to start getting the courage to make the changes needed. So don't allow yourself to be in that negative state for too long. Become your own hero because you only have you. I love it. <laughs> so perfect, <laughs> so perfectly put and so perfectly true. It's just like, yeah, just take the first step, you know, do yeah. something, take the first step. And you're right. We're our own heroes and nobody is coming for us and we can do it, you know? So exactly. yes, yes, yes. Where can people find you and where can people support you and listen more? And yeah, where can people find you? Yeah, you guys can find me on TikTok. Honestly, I have a lot going on in uh, my life. So I haven't been able to do YouTube or things like that. But go to my TikTok. I always put good stuff there as it comes to me, as I'm able to break it down into better terms. So my TikTok is at the Ana Banuelos. And I am going to, I usually host webinars or podcasts like these with other creators. Mm-hmm. And I put them on there too, if you guys want to listen more about it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Anna. And I can't wait for everyone to hear our episode and to support you and follow you too. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, girl, for this space. I really appreciate you.